What's what's <laughs> what's up, Brewskis? My name is Marco Dupa, and with me is always the great and powerful Adam Obesius Rodriguez. What up? We're back in studio. Look around; it's beautiful. <laughs> back to the slums. Back to the slums. I know some people thought, like, "Wow, you guys are stepping it up in the world." No, 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 no. Maybe one day, but that was just a that was just a taste. Yeah, just a tease, just a dash of what could be with this illustrious podcast. Tonight's brew is from Red Light. Red Light. It is a can release of the legendary side pull pills it's been on tap for a very long time and we finally can this bad boy and so we're gonna have it on the podcast to celebrate what's on tap halloween horror nights you know what it is if those houses get announced we gotta talk about them on this show we do it every year and we're gonna continue that beautiful beautiful tradition yes as well as HBO Max. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. More streaming more news. More streaming news. The purge continues. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. And anywhere else that we can go in between. So let's get this motherfucker rolling. This is episode 365 ah. of the One Beer In Podcast. We're not too good for these. No. Okay. No. And no one ever should be. I don't think so. There's a place. There's a time and a place. Uh huh. As we've always purported. Mm -hmm. and that time and place is now. Yeah. Here. Well, not right, right here. Not right now. Right. No, you're right. No, we've got better things to drink. It's true. All right. This is the one beer in podcast. The podcast where two brews crack open a brew, and we see where that one brew takes us. As I said, Marco Dupa. Obesius. And uh, without further ado, you want to tell us a little bit more about what we're sipping on? I would love to. Uh, as you said, this is a red light, red light staple. The side pull pills. Uh, you have to help me here. Fader? Fooder. 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 Fooder fermented. Uh, 12 degree. Svetly Lazak. You got it. Thank you. And we do have a cold read. It goes as follows. Side pull pills is brewed using the finest Czech malts and hops. This beer was triple decocted, fermented, and lagered in our oak fooder. Fooder. Uh, oh. Comes in at a 5.5% ABV, <clears throat> brewed and canned by hand. These hands. Actually, I had nothing to do with it. That red light, red light. <laughs> <laughs> I know if I took credit for it, somebody was going to yeah. give me shit later. Hey, so. remember that one time you, you, you said you canned it when well, we did for a full day? Fucking nothing to do with it. All right. Let's get rocking and rolling, baby. Halloween Horror Nights. We, uh, uh. It's the most wonderful time. 
finally, again, we're here. We got the houses. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Scare zones. Scare zones. We got everything. Yeah. It's all announced. So, I mean, let's just get ripping and rolling. Let's 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 run through it. Let's do a quick little, uh, you know, do a quick little thing with a little, each little preview. Little, little preview. preview. Little preview. So you got it pulled up? Yes. I do. I do. All so right. uh, this year, like uh, I think the last handful of years, we don't really have a th- a theme. Mm-hmm. It feels like it's just scary is the theme, yeah. um, as opposed to having you know like a. a, a a mascot for the entire thing yeah. like they, they have in years past, which I actually really enjoy and miss. Halloween Horror Nights, I hope you're listening. <coughs> um, <coughs> Me too. Yeah, but... Hope you're listening. That Yeah. That being said, we do have 10, as they say, mind-ripping haunted houses. Mind-ripping. It's interesting. Interesting uh, wordage. Yeah. Uh, so we have The Weekend. After Hours Nightmare. That's right. Um, yeah, did you see his little preview video for that? Uh, yeah, yeah, I saw the I saw a little preview for it. Alrighty. I mean, weird, but I'm into it. I mean, I I guess if you're if you were if you've been following the narrative with his albums closely, this makes yeah. sense. If you've just been casually listening to his albums and just like, okay, like <laughs> it's it's hard to. It's hard to make the connection here yeah. of like why this makes sense. But it's interesting. Sure. And it's it's yeah. fun and, and like uh you well, know and this had been rumored for months ahead of time because he is apparently a big Halloween Horror Nights fan. Yeah. That's so, strange. Yeah, that's yeah. strange, but this it's just like, random. Yeah. This but, guy from Toronto yeah. makes his way down here and Do they do Horror Nights? Uh no. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I was in thinking, Canada? No, not in Canada. No, but they don't do horror nights anywhere else, right? It's just uh, well, you know, I think they've done it in some of the international uh, Universal theme parks. Well, so that's what I was wondering. Like, they're, they're, they they have to do it at all the other ones, right? I don't think they do. They? I don't think they they do it in all of them because some places don't have Halloween. Um, oh yeah, I guess that's or like I really thought about that. They don't do it in the same way that we do. And maybe you're a little more squeamish about doing horror as a yeah. thing. Um, Interesting. But I know, like, the two main ones, obviously, are Orlando and California. Yeah. So. So, yeah. So that's a, that's kind of what Hollywood. I was getting at is basically it would make more sense that he would he would visit the one in California than to come out here. Probably. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah. it had been rumored for a while that. Very unimportant. They, <laughs> they yeah, were in in collaboration. Is he under Universal? As far as his record label is yeah. concerned? Oh, that's an interesting question. Because if not, they had to do like a partnership and, you know, kind of get the licensing and all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. So, I would assume yes. They like to work with their own IP <laughs> a lot of the time, which we'll see further on down the list. But The thing is, I used to be really into keeping up with where people got signed and who who they were signed to. Yeah. Nowadays artists will just like sign a distribution deal and it's mostly just like these labels mostly just put the money behind the artist to like promote the thing and and you know get them in bigger stages like this. Yeah. Back in the day, 
it meant something to be signed somewhere. It it, it meant something like a, mm. you know an artist would get signed to like Atlantic or Universal or Interscope or something, and it, like it 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 was a big deal. Yeah. Nowadays, you're just like, well, yeah. They blow up on TikTok, and then here comes Universal Music Group, and they and they hey hey hey, <laughs> that's enough. That's enough out of you. They blow up on TikTok. They go viral for something, and then Universal swoops in and 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 throws them like a million dollar yeah. advance. And you're just like, it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. So I, I to answer the question, I have no idea where he's from. So the it, uh, from a headline from April 28th of this year, UMG says that uh, apparently the weekend has signed a uh, publishing pact with Universal. Yeah. So. I guess. Yeah. So <laughs> that it makes perfect sense now. That right? to me, I could be mistaken, but as far as it's not, it's not the same as like a straight up record deal where, you know, they would get a cut off of certain profits, or they sure. would give him, give him, give him an advance on making an album, or he would owe them, you know, a three or four album deal. It's a, it's more a thing. distribution or something. I think it's just where he makes, he comes up with the thing, they publish it for him, and basically push it out to yeah. all of these avenues and whatnot yeah so i think it was just smarter hopefully that's what he's done these these crazy like five album deals are just insane yeah. i don't know why you would ever sign a deal like that in 2022 you just don't need to do it but yeah anyway <clears throat> well um should be interesting you know there's a lot of that sort of uh almost silent hill-ish looking uh faces covered bandaged kind of thing yeah scary sexy i think is is the sexy good way to describe it so and i'm sure it's going to be uh, featuring a lot of his music right a lot of uh lighting and and it should be a fun house yeah i'm excited about it more than i think i would have been when i first heard that this was happening can you imagine if michael jackson was alive and not seen by half the world as like a freak <laughs> yeah what I mean, think like sure a thriller scare zone. I mean, be... it was it was happening in his time. Like everything was, he, he had his hand in everything. Um, what do you mean? That that sounded that sounded <laughs> bad. I didn't mean. I regret saying he had that. his hand in everything and everyone. Um, no, like there was there was a ton of like partnerships, and everyone wanted to have like you know the thriller video game and or oh or yeah. the Michael Jackson video game. I mean, and uh, you know the music video was huge. And right, right, right. Anyone who could have Michael Jackson as part of something was chomping at the bit. Right. Yeah. yeah advertising yeah. everything. Yeah. You know? So I'm I'm sure. Yeah. That that. Is a slam dunk, obviously. Yeah, it would have been. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even still, even to this day, to this day, you could. I think you could do a a thriller themed scare zone, and people would people would dig it. You would obviously get a lot of people who are going, "He's a pedophile, and you shouldn't be uh, celebrating this person." Sure. But of course, you know <laughs> that just gets back to the whole like, you know, how much are you going to profit off this thing versus how much are you going to placate people saying shit like that but whatever anyway that's yeah. not the situation it's <laughs> not the hand. situation fortunately the I'm weekend sorry. i'm going off on these like hypotheticals i have nothing it's to fine. do with anything the weekend has no allegations that we know of so no you no. know yeah i don't want to juxtapose no. this thing so no, no, he's, no. he's fine we're, yeah i mean so we're far fine. anyway we're fine we're everything's fine. Everything's, right. fine everything's fine everything's fine anyway yeah, yeah. nights yeah 
It's exciting. I think it's gonna. It, it looks fun. It looks fun as shit. And yeah. I mean, his last two albums have been awesome. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree. I yeah. agree. Uh, so next we have uh, Return to Halloween, the original movie. Um, I, I'm less excited for this one because they've done the first one and the second one mm. relatively recently. Mm. So it just kind of feels like, what are we gonna do this again for? And uh, yeah, they say within like the little preview here that it's gonna be scenes you've never experienced before in Horror Nights. But mm. I don't know. <laughs> it, it just feels like a rehash to me. Yeah, but you know, Michael Myers, it's cool. Yeah. Eh. Then we have another Blumhouse house. <clears throat> um, this one is featuring their new movie, uh, Black Phone. Oh, yeah. Starring Ethan Hawke. I heard that movie's really good. Yeah. It had a lot of buzz. I haven't seen it yet. I want to. Uh, you know, I love Ethan Hawke. Yeah. But it, it's also a split between that movie and Freaky, which I've saying its praises before yes i think on this show i think so yeah um so that's weird yeah it's like a sp- it's split the house is split or is this a scare zone no it's a house and it's, it's a house split between the that's hmm. well in years past they've had a blum house i think they've done it like two or three times at this point uh, again I'm, I'm pretty sure they have a relationship yeah um, blum house universal so they've done in the past uh three different movie franchises within the same house. Okay. So I think before it was like The Purge and uh, I forget. some A couple other ones. Um, uh, you know, the, like Conjuring or, or the, the the other Ethan Hawke movie. The... the <laughs> I don't know. What uh, the other Ethan Hawke movie? Yeah, yeah. With the uh, the, the ghosts and stuff. The, with the, the, he looks at the snuff films. I don't think I've seen this movie. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm just going to have to look it up. I'm sorry, folks. I know you're screaming Not at your, your cell phone right now. Sinister. Sinister. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Okay. You've never seen Sinister? Uh, it's the one where... He, no, I don't think I have. He finds, like, that that uh, old film and runs it through the projector. Uh-huh. It's like a bunch of snuff films and there's like a, I mean, kind of spoilers, there's a demon in the film and... Huh, no, that sounds good though. Oh my God, it's... it's, it's That's a Blumhouse movie? Yeah, it's really good. How it, long has Blumhouse been making movies? Because that movie's from 2012. Yeah, it's... Uh, maybe it's not a Blumhouse, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe maybe I'm thinking of a different movie that they had in the Blumhouse uh, triple feature kind yeah. of house. But I digress. Yeah. <laughs> Sinister is a very good movie, though. Yeah. You should watch it. Uh, less hot on the sequels, but it's it's up there with The Conjuring. It's a, a very, very good tense. I mean, The Conjuring is a good movie, and then the sequels just kind of fall off. Of course. That's how it happens. How it always happens. Yeah. They, they get a good thing, and they just can't help themselves. Filmmakers and these yeah. these fucking studios are just like, well, now you, now you get to make five of them. Well, no, and then they lose the director like by the sequel. Yeah, and you know he's off making Marvel movies or something. Right. 
Right. He's so, like, I was only doing this for fun, yo. Not produced me. by the same people who. Yeah, I love that. I love when it's always like uh, from a producer from, and it's like you got <laughs> yeah. the one guy who like who was who was gonna attach his name to this project. That's hilarious. Yeah. I just had this idea for a scare zone for mm-hmm. any scare zone. Wouldn't it be sick if like every ten to fifteen minutes they had a plant in the crowd? Mm-hmm. And then they would run up to the plant and like actually fucking murder. Yeah, them. I was thinking. I always thought about that too. I, you know, I think that they, they may think that that's too extreme for such a like populated event like horror nights. That could probably happen at one of the smaller haunted attractions. You know. Yeah. That they have just somebody in like your group in every like they could section it off into like little groups of people like yeah. they sometimes do. And just have a plan there, like you're saying. Also, um, I have nobody to apologize for. Sinister apparently is a Blumhouse production. So. Oh, yeah. See, there you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, he's giving you shit, but Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, The Purge was. Uh, apparently, Get Out was produced to, by them, too. I didn't know that. And I didn't know The Purge was a Blumhouse movie. The else. new Halloween movies. The, Happy Death Day. Uh, the Purge would be the perfect... Would be the perfect uh, scare zone to do the plant with, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yep. I saw this TikTok about that. It was really funny. Uh, this girl was like, it was purge day. And two of the two friends were talking about like, oh, yeah, I I, uh, I, I don't know. Like, I, 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 I took a bunch of money from a store. I, I, uh, I, I deleted my student loan account and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then the third friend comes in and they're like, yeah, I just murdered somebody. And they're like, wait, what? And he's like, yeah, yeah, it's the purge. And they were like, so? They're like, well, yeah, I mean, there's no consequences. And they're like, tomorrow we're still going to talk about right. this. Right. Which is hilariously the hole in that plot in the plot of that movie where it's like what tomorrow we're just gonna pretend like your uncle didn't murder someone well and outside of like the first purge don't you think like at least in the first five years of that being a thing people would do like mostly non-violent stuff yeah like you know like like you're saying student loans erased yeah i i I think they're i think that their assumption that people's propensity to murder when given the opportunity is way higher than in real life yeah yeah which obviously i mean that's 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 the fantasy of the movie yeah but i just would like for them to acknowledge that 98 percent of the people on purge day would probably just like rob a bank or you know delete their student loans Eat as much ice cream as they could or yeah just or yeah even innocuous things where they just go to the grocery store and they just eat they just make a ham sandwich in the middle of the store like silly things yeah like why do we jump straight to murder it's a purge baby (laughs) i mean (laughs) it's a very heavy-handed lesson about america yeah because like it's not even like you still have to deal with the moral consequences of it, just because you don't have the lawful consequences of of I, going to jail. I, like I, you, I, I you will have to say, live with killing someone. I will say the one uh, rebuttal to you is a lot of them are wearing masks, and I think part of it is them trying to hide their real identity. So right. That when things go back to normal, nobody is the wiser. That's true. That's true. Of course, when they you know look in your closet and you have a blood soaked you know right. jumpsuit and glowing mask, mm-hmm. right. And, and and also you have to look yourself in the mirror like you have to be a psychopath. Yeah. 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 
Yeah. I just I mean, anyway. <laughs> so, is this going to be every house? Yeah, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's let's uh, speed round through the houses. Let's <laughs> okay. let's get through this. All right. We also there's a lot, right? Uh, there are ten. There are ten, and we also have to talk about the scare zones too. So so we got to get through it. Let's, let's roll. get through the houses. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's go through the houses and go and thumbs up, thumbs down on initial idea. Okay, sure. Uh, the next one is. Universal Monsters Legends Collide, which is the Mummy, uh, Dracula, and Wolfman. Thumbs down. I'm just not interested in that. Like, how scary could that really be? Bram Stoker's yeah. Dracula. Yeah, I mean, Wolfman. it's... man. It's just a dude. And man. this is what I was talking about when I was alluding to them liking their IP. Yeah. Because, yeah, you know, they have the classic horror monsters. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's always fun to have that sort of classic Halloween... Thing of the classic monsters, but. yeah. But with let's say you're you're at the park and you don't have the fast pass, you don't have any of the the privileges. Yeah, you just have to make do, right? You're are you pri- prioritizing that house? No, fuck no, no. Well, so, you know, let's let's see what the rest of okay, the sure, sure, sure. Let's you're right. do that at the very end. Let's say our top three that we we would run to and and you know make the two hour commitment to sit in line. Yeah. Uh, okay. okay. And okay. next we have uh, spirits of the coven. Which is apparently a speakeasy themed uh, witch house. I like that. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. I like that. Thumbs up. Uh, Bugs eaten alive. Uh, apparently, this is a 1950s inspired. Uh, I think they're alluding it to being a giant bug kind of thing. Okay. Or like a bug infestation in a 50s futuristic home. Okay. So I'm gonna thumbs up that one because that just that gives me the creeps. <laughs> okay, yeah. Just from a personal I'm, aspect, I'm gonna give it a thumbs up just because I'm curious how they can pull that off. Yeah, is it gonna be like just giant puppets and like a bunch of little rubber <laughs> bugs? Yeah, or hopefully maybe some 4D stuff where like you hear a lot of buzzing and like yeah. air spraying in your ears yeah. and stuff. They've like got to do that and, yeah. and like uh, water sprays. Yeah, yeah. Okay, next we have Fiesta de Chupacabras. Chupacabras. Uh, this one is. Uh, not explicitly Puerto Rico, even though it should be. Um, it's a, a Latin American village where the legend of the chupacabra is celebrated, and it's a uh, apparently like a street uh, festival theme, kind of uh, with these monsters within it. Okay, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go thumbs up because I've always been weirdly attracted to the legend of the chupacabra okay i don't yeah. know why i just i just <laughs> always thought it was fascinating yeah and uh seeing seeing them do that is just i like that so yeah i'll give it a thumbs up i like representation let's do it <laughs> uh next we have hell block horror which is a prison themed uh horror house pretty much what you expect mm. i'm gonna thumbs down that insane asylums thumbs up prison eh yeah, it's overdone. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And it's probably just going to be guys running out in, like... Orange jumpsuits. Yeah, yeah. Chainsaws and stuff. Sure. Thumbs down. Yeah. Next, we have Dead Man's Pier, Winter's Wake. Um, this is a New England village <coughs> where fishermen's emerge from the waves to seek revenge. Um, I'm a thumbs up it because I like that it is not only a... An aquatic theme, but mm. also a winter theme, which mm. makes me... I always love the ones where they, like, make the house really cold mm. and have, like, snow and stuff. Yeah. I'm hoping that's what we're going to see here. Because yeah. we run hot. So it, we yeah, of to. course. <laughs> and, and, well, and you're... You know, you guys, if you're not from around here, you may think that October in 
Orlando is like, you know, brisk <laughs> 70 degrees when it's actually more Bloody. like 88. Yeah. Um, we'll, so, be, we'll be lucky yeah. if it touches the 70s. Yeah. You're, you're outside for the majority of the time and you spend like 10 minutes in a house that has air conditioning in it. It is as scary yeah. as it often is. It is a reprieve. Uh-huh. <laughs> you look forward to getting in there. For sure. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I love the... I think the theming is interesting, and I, I love the the winter aesthetic in in some of their houses. Yeah, old old scary white people. Oh, sure, of course. Thumbs up on that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, lastly, we have Descendants of Destruction. Um, this one is themed around a uh, apparently like an abandoned subway station in New York City uh, with mutants uh, looking to feast on the remnants of humanity. So I guess it's a post-apocalyptic kind of thing. Okay, I'll, I'll thumbs up that. I dig that. Yeah, yeah, I agree as well. I think it's going to be interesting to see how how big in scale they go with this because you know it, in the, in the imagery they have here, it's like a subway like car like you know coming out of the ceiling and 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 I can only imagine going down like a. a long dark corridor of monsters and stuff jumping out at you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I could see that being cool. Hopefully they can actually pull that off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like that. All right, so that's it for the houses. Um let's do our top 3 houses before we forget. Yeah, so let's see. Top 3 for me. I'm going to go with The Weekend. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with uh Chupacabras. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go with Dead Man's Pier. Mm. Those are my three. Okay. I'm going to go, <clears throat> excuse me, Weekend Chupacabra, but I'm going to switch to the uh, that uh, Speakeasy with the Witches. That, that was kind of cool that was, shit. That was my other close one, too. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Okay. Well, we shall see, my friend. But we also have five Sinister Scare Zones to talk about Ooh. as well. Sinister Scare Zones. Sinister. So, if you guys have never been, scare zones are basically the outside version of haunted houses. Is the easiest way to say. Yeah, you just their experiences. You just walk through as you're going to your next attraction. So, the first one is Horrors of Halloween. Uh, this seems to be like a more traditional pumpkin-themed Halloween setup. So it has a a pumpkin lord, <laughs> which is interesting, <laughs> and hordes of fiendish creatures. Do you think because they couldn't do the pumpkin king because of how, uh, Disney? Yeah, probably. So he has to be the pumpkin lord? Yeah. The pumpkin duke. I'm Lord Pumpkin, Sir Pumpkin. <laughs> Sir Pumpkin. Pumpkin Esquire. Duke of Pumpkinton. <laughs> they could do that around the uh, the Harry Potter area. Oh, yeah. You know, I've always thought that for, uh, like, as much as Halloween Horror Nights is fucking awesome and how much they, like, really turn that uh, uh, space into something really fucking sick. Yeah. Not enough Dukes? Not enough. (laughs) Certainly not enough Dukes and certainly not enough Lords. Yeah. I just there's there's some things in that like I just don't feel like they take advantage of Mm -hmm. sometimes like uh, like 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 Diagon Alley. They can't just. Huh? They can't. They can't do it. Why? Because of licensing? Yes. Yeah. That sucks. They're between WB and JK Rowling herself, 
they both have a big say in, I think, ultimate say in what happens in that area uh-huh. at all times. Yeah. And so. So she was like, if I see a trans person in there, I'm going to freak <laughs> the fuck out. <laughs> Expelliarmus! <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I, um, I think they don't even bother. I, mm. I think they don't even bother, you know, uh, trying to yeah. do that. Do I think they could? Probably. Oh, well, yeah, know. they definitely could. But that makes sense that they money, can't. Money like, talks. So, yeah. yeah. But they're often dealing with so many other IP that they're trying to get. I mean, there's even rumors in, in a lot of the forums and stuff because I'm, I'm a big Halloween Horror Nights nerd. Um, but there's there's been a lot of speculation that a, a, the reason why so many of these houses seem kind of like almost afterthoughts in a way or like just kind of jumbled together is because they originally wanted to do like a um, Stranger Things house. Mm. But it just like the deal fell through. Yeah. Which has been said by people who worked for them in the past. <laughs> happens sometimes. Sometimes in the last minute and they have to scramble to figure out, okay, well, what are we going to do here? Yeah. Um, so I'd love to be on the in, in the in the writer's room of trying to come up with one of these houses. I know. I, it's a dream job for me. Yeah. You know, like just sitting there and being like, okay, what's next year's theme? Yeah. Okay, what are we going to do for the individual houses? Where are they going to be the scare zones? How are we going to link them up? Where are we going to put them? And, and you know, just even down to the design of the houses. And, you know, like it's it. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So anyway, I say that to say they spend a lot of money on IP mm-hmm. and it takes a lot of finagling, a lot of deals behind the scenes and they have to do it probably a year ahead of time. Yeah. So uh, I, right. I think they just don't even bother with Diagon Alley, honestly. That makes sense. It's disappointing, but it makes sense. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's not just Diagon Alley. It's like like the Simpsons ride could be turned into a Treehouse of Horrors thing. Well, yeah. And they, and they used to do stuff like that. They yeah. did that, I think, with uh, the Jaws ride in the past, R.I.P. Oh, I don't remember. Yeah, I, th- I think they they added like actors into like some of the scenes. Yeah, that like they and they would like when the this is getting very very in depth, but there's a scene where you go into like a a, a boathouse uh-huh. and the light shut off. I think when they turn back on, like there are scare <coughs> actors around you too. Yeah, so like little things like that. Are really cool. Yeah, I think that they—it's uh, just a waste that they don't do that. Or even in the lines, I—I I remember when they used to have sometimes scare actors in the line for the mummy. Yes, I do remember that you would have scare actors in line. That was very, you know, just easy to do shit like yeah. that. Like, and it's not like like some of the things are, are are just geared towards it. Like obviously the Simpsons, they can do Treehouse of Horrors. That's geared towards it. Men in Black. Yeah, is a sci-fi alien thing that mm-hmm. they could just very easily transition into. Like just having even that when you're walking towards the ride, there's that area of the Men in Black headquarters where Inge and Bob are sitting <laughs> yeah. there yeah. and they're on the computer. You could just have scare actors down there just doing shit. You yeah. Know? Yeah, like yeah. you could just have zombies sitting at the sure. desks. Like sure, it, it, yeah. anything to just Darken kind of, the lights a little bit. Yeah. Add some different music in there. You know, just yeah. have like, you know, uh, thunder cracks and like, you know, black lights and just weird shit. Like you could just very easily do that. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, not to say that. I'm not trying to minimize the job that they're doing. Sure. I'm, sa- I'm saying like they you could do very a lot. easily do that as if like that's lazy just, developers. Yeah, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to say that. I, 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 yeah. I mean, I, I but there are little things that you could do to enhance the. Experience. I think so. I like the old days. <laughs> back in my day, back in my, I day. liked when you felt you truly felt like there was no safe place. You know, 
Jesus Christ, what the fuck? <laughs> she just made two big ass cookies. All right, show 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 the camera. Show the camera the cookies. <laughs> Are those pancakes? How many did you make? Just four. Oh, okay, that yeah, makes sense. Not, not <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Look at these. How beautiful. All right. Continue. All right. But yeah, I, I, I miss the days where it really did feel like there was no safe space, you know? Yeah. Um, I remember somebody saying, I don't know how much truth there is to this. This is before my time. Somebody saying that, like, even the bathrooms, scare actors were, like, hide in the bathroom sometimes and, like, fuck <laughs> with people in there. Yeah. Obviously, they wouldn't, like, do anything, but they would just be in certain stalls and stuff, mm -hmm. like, just fucking with people. Again, don't know how much truth there is to that, but I never experienced that. I know people would there would be scare actors waiting outside of the bathrooms because yeah. you feel like you're um oh, I'm, I'm safe. I just took a dump. Let me go out there. <laughs> and there'd be a guy out there with a chainsaw. Oh man, I already shit myself. I got to poop again. Um yeah. yeah, so that was fun or or they would like wait outside of the restaurants and stuff, the the drive-in. Yeah. They'd be out there like looking through the windows and like waving at people and stuff, you know. Yeah. Those little things are nice. Nice uh, additions. Um, anyway, yeah. Moving on, scare zones. So we have that sort of Halloween themed with the the pumpkin, uh, the pumpkin lord, the pumpkin lord, pumpkin lord, man, the pumpkin lord, pumpkin lord, man. Uh, then we have scarecrow, cursed soil. Um, this one is scarecrow themed. I don't know how you can really do that in a scare zone because uh, it's going to have like stalks of corn around you. Or That's like the only way that you could pull that off. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So hopefully that's the case. Um, next we have Sweet Revenge, um, which is a candy company. I was just about to say, is it candy thing? Yeah. Candy company has turned children into crazed killers. Ooh. So it's just like children running around? Yeah. Or small Short, people yeah shorter people <laughs> yeah shorter people with masks yeah so it's a it's a that's creepy strangely enough children of the corn style right. without the corn um, I like that yeah so there's that then we have graveyard deadly unrest uh i guess this one's just a a, a ghost theme on mm. all hollows eve a dark storm descends upon a cemetery and awakens long dead spirits no one living can escape them so, yeah, I think just a general ghost. Okay. Um, then Conjure the Dark. Uh, I'll just read it to you because I don't know what that means. Okay. On the first All Hallows' Eve, an evil sorceress called forth monstrosities from dark dimensions. Now your blood will fuel them. Okay. So just monsters? Yeah. Okay. Just generic, like... Right, again, I mean... I don't mean to be down on it, but this year feels kind of cobbled together. Yeah. Yeah, I was just about to say, overall, this yeah. is not sounding very good as far as... Like, I like the thing about Horror Nights, which I guess is an extension about uh, any kind of horror thing, is you have to suspend your disbelief, and you yeah. have to immerse yourself in the thing. Yeah. There's nothing more annoying than people who go to Horror Nights or... Watch a horror movie in the theater, walking out, going, "Wasn't scary." It's not scary. It wasn't scary. Yeah, and it's because, yeah, okay. Every scary moment, you were just like, "I'm gonna be the tough guy, and I'm not gonna get scared." It's like, "Hey, man, no one's applauding you for that." Right. No one thinks you're cool. You don't get an award for being the least scared. Yeah. 
It's like, do you, you just don't want to have fun? Yeah. You know, you just don't want to, like, that's fine. Then don't go see the movie. Sure. You know, like, just fuck off. Yeah. There's so many movies that why have come try? out. Yeah. Why Why do this to, like, everybody else? Like, this yeah. you know? And it's only gotten worse. It's only gotten worse in, in uh, like, on the internet when people talk about horror movies or when you talk to people personally. It's only gotten worse. More, all they want to do is be the guy who's not scared. It's yeah. like, I don't care, man. Sure. Was it a good movie? Was it fun? Like, eh, anyway. So it's the same thing with this. It's like, you're going to walk through and you're going to be Mr. Tough Guy. They're like, oh, it's not a real chainsaw. Well, yeah, duh. Of course, it's not a real chainsaw. What's yeah. the matter with you? Right, right. Well, I, you know, I think a lot of people have a misconception that Horror Nights is supposed to be the scariest thing you could possibly do for Halloween. Yeah. When it's, I mean, I've been, I've surely been scared at Halloween Horror Nights, but I think it's, it's not that. It, 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 it's never really been that for me. It's just been the best time you can have. It's just fun. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to be fun. It's not supposed to be, like, blood-curdling and, like literally so scary you don't want to be there anymore that's not what they're in the business of doing right you know pay for one of those weird ass haunted houses where like jim bob runs it <laughs> gropes you yeah <laughs> yeah that's what you want yeah you want to yeah. have a good time i think universal is still doing a pretty good sure, job Sure, of course of course they have a lot of skin in the game they've been doing it for a lot of years they know what they're doing so yeah even the houses that are the the houses and the scare zones that i'm not really that excited about I feel like going through them, like I'm still giving the giving them the benefit of the doubt because they usually still pull it off. Yeah, yeah. Even if it's something where I'm like not really that, like, oh yeah, let's just let's just check out this creepy house. And usually, what happens is word of mouth. You get there and people are like, "Yo, I heard yeah. that weird ass house. You gotta check that one out." Yeah, yeah. So, you know, yeah, doesn't matter. I'm into it. Mm -hmm. I agree. Um, yeah. Anything else? No, I think that's it. I mean, they have a couple of shows. Bill and Ted's is not coming back. Yeah. Unfortunately. Which is insane. Also, considering they rebooted it. Right. Or I guess it's like a, a sequel. It's, a sequel. it's not really a reboot. Yeah, it's a sequel. But to bring them back and then for Universal to be like, yeah, we're still not. We're not going to do that. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's because of the political climate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I think that's very true. I think they couldn't get away with what they were doing in the past without yeah. upsetting someone really, Some, really yeah, bad. Exactly. Somebody at the end of the... At, they probably were upsetting people the past oh, sure. couple of years yeah, and yeah, probably yeah. were just like, it's not worth it anymore. Yeah. Like... We don't get we we never get like a full house. It's always like people who just kind of wander in. Yeah, like, somebody who needs to sit down for a half hour. Yeah, yeah. So I've never I've never gone to the Bill to Bill and Ted, and it be packed. No. So they're just doing these shows over and over and over again, to like sixty people maybe. Yeah, yeah, it's true. But at and the then same at the time, end, it, it it's still it's still like. A formative part of that experience. Uh, no, I, yeah, I'm. I miss it. Yeah, I miss it. I want it back. I want to be able to halfway through our night at Horror Nights. Oh, we got to pop over to Bill and Ted, right? Yeah, we got to hit yeah, Bill yeah. and Ted. What did they replace it with? There was like a stunt show, I think. And, uh, but I, I don't think it's in that same venue. I think they do the the stunt show like in the middle of the park. 
Um, mm. I think this year they're going to be doing like a more of like a horror show, and also the stunt show mm. or dance show or whatever it is. All right, I don't know. But well, <clears throat> we missed out on all the uh, Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian jokes. You know, yeah, it's too bad. Yeah, some poor writer doesn't get to. <laughs> just has them the all written down. <laughs> <laughs> what could have been? <laughs> yeah. And every time he looks at, you know, Entertainment Weekly or like Entertainment on TV or something, he's just like, man, I'm just full of them. <laughs> I just got so many. I'll never <laughs> be able to just rock these Pete Davidson. Uh, I mean, can you imagine? Think about what they could have done with pop culture nowadays with like Machine Gun Kelly. And Kanye West and Joe Biden and Donald Trump. It writes itself. Kamala and Yeah. It writes itself. Yeah. Like it's just and Joe Rogan. Oh yeah. You telling me they wouldn't have like a Joe Ro- like some guy in a bald cap making some you know stupid joke? Yeah. Ah. And and then an impromptu dance off. Yeah. It would it would be incredible. Yeah. And it's too bad. Cause sometimes the jokes didn't land, but the show itself was always fantastic. Mm-hmm. Always. Yeah. But all right, so uh, I guess all in all, you know, some 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 excitement, but for the most part, it's just kind of like we're gonna go and we're gonna check it out. We gotta see it for ourselves. I'm curious to see if it's gonna be another situation where it's like they have all the COVID stuff still up. The plexiglass, man. Yeah, that's gotta go. I'm curious. I'm curious to see what they do. That ripped me right out of it. Yeah. And I hate to say it because I am all for Safety. whatever <laughs> protocols that need to be. Yeah. Masks, if you whatever you whatever you guys need to feel comfortable, but I, I can't lie and pretend like the plexiglass didn't rip me out of the, yeah. the experience. Seeing the plexiglass is basically a warning. Yeah. Of, of, it's a, it's of, a tell. <laughs> what you think you're just gonna wander around the show, huh? You can't have cookies. Yeah. Now Sorry. you're on the show. Is this what you wanted? This is what you wanted, Are right? You happy? Now you're on the show. Okay. So, um, it it I'm I'm excited. We'll we'll see. You got chocolate on your finger. Don't be petting the dog with a chocolate on your finger. <laughs> She's white. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Her coat. Don't you? You're not getting away. Sure, got brown spots. It's fine. <laughs> a clearly comfortable dog. <laughs> That's how she shoots the ball. <laughs> leaves it up in the air. Kobe. Oh. All right. Get out of here. here. Get out of here, kid. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Let's move on. Mm-hmm. So, continuing this trend of streaming services telling their consumers to go fuck themselves. HBO Max, back in the news because they can't seem to stay out of it. Mm-hmm. It was just announced that they are canceling or or removing rather uh, twenty six different programs from the show, spanning uh, every almost every network or every uh, subsidy that they have on there. Right, yeah. Cartoon Network, their HBO Max originals, and so on and so forth. 26 original, well, not originals, but I think it was like 13 original shows. 26 in total programs removed. Right. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, as expected, a lot of people are not happy about this. 
because some of the shows were. I mean, I looked at the list. Do you mm. have the list pulled up? Because mm. there's an article that has the list. Yeah, that's, that's the one. Yeah. So okay, let's. There's some shows on here where I'm like, yeah, all right, I get it. Like, there's a Pac-Man TV show where, like, I don't know. And I don't even think the guy who created Pac-Man was watching that. <laughs> yeah. You know, so there's some stuff that I get. You weren't watching Ellen's Next Great Designer? No, no, I missed that one. You okay. know, I missed that one. I, yeah. I, 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 I always planned on watching it. Yeah. Always planned on it. Now but you then, can. But, but, yeah, I know. They've, they've, they've taken that from me. But then there's, there's some stuff like... Uh, not that... Go down to Cartoon Network. Cartoon Network. Cartoon Network. They took Uncle Grandpa off, which that kind of sucks because I like Uncle Br- Uncle Grandpa. But I'm not going to lie and pretend like I was watching it every day. And I think that the thing is, you look at you look at the list of shows that's been removed. Yeah. And my initial thought is that sucks. That's a lot of programming to take off of your network. But then you you start to dive into the shows and you're like, was anybody really watching these shows? Yeah. Why were they on there in the first place? I guess the concern is not that they're doing this, but that where does it end? Right? Sure. What sure. show what show is safe? And what how popular does a show need to be to be safe? Well, yeah, and this is coming off the heels of what we talked about uh last week mm-hmm. about the fact that this merger uh, with Disney or Disney uh, Discovery Plus is still up in the air and we don't really know what that's going to shake out, out to be. So I think this is sort of a clarion call for people to say, like, I don't know if my favorite show is going to be just deleted from the timeline. Yeah. <clears throat> and the, uh, the tweet that I saw about it was really interesting because the guy you know basically it was it was a dark joke about remember when the promise of streaming networks was that you'd be able to watch any show you wanted whenever you wanted whenever you wanted yeah no matter how niche that show was sure that was the promise of streaming networks yeah and now we're at this point where you know, and the the inevitable point that you would get to, which is conglomerates yeah. get their hands on these things. and Inevitably, everyone ends up trying to own everything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so I guess it was always just inevitable. Yeah. And it was always too good to be true. And maybe we should have just appreciated the freedom that we had while <laughs> we had it. Yeah. Do you remember when Netflix was just starting out the um streaming thing yeah i remember when netflix sucked the first time yeah when there was like nothing to stream and you know most of the stuff was dvds that you had to return and the and the and the stuff that was streaming was some of the worst movies that we've ever seen yeah. in our, we would <laughs> yeah. we'd make a weekend out of it yeah every time we'd hung out we'd watch another bad the movie. worst movie yeah and it was, and we didn't have to search that hard. No, Netflix was filled with them. Uh huh. It was chock full of. It was Trash. like they had a deal with independent filmmakers. It was like you pay X amount of dollars, and we will stream your dog shit movie. We don't care how bad it is. Yeah. And I mean, we've just come a long way from uh, insane clown posse and their uh, western themed. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I remember, <laughs> remember that. that. I remember that. Well. <laughs> 
Man, we, we've been alive too long. Yeah, way too long. We should yeah. end it right now. Okay. You know, suicide pact? Well, I mean, I, I feel like I'm doing that by eating this cookie right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is intense. I need a lactate. Ah. Yeah. It's so good, though. It is. Buttery. And delicious. Mm-hmm. I know the people love hearing us eat cookies mm-hmm. on, on air. What do you guys think of a... Uh, an ASMR video. Thank you so much. Maybe we just eat on camera. Or maybe we drink on camera. And we do that already. Right. Yeah, I guess we do. Guys, good cookie. See, the thing is, people are lucky that I had the self-control to eat it in pieces, mm-hmm. as I did. Because mm-hmm. usually, I would just two-hand it like a toddler. Mm-hmm. And just how, 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 how. that cookie should not have lasted as long as it did. Yeah. Okay. I saw the control. <laughs> so you have HBO Max doing this with their programming, and now you've got you've got CW deciding that they're going to follow their demographics. It's all these these companies. I don't know where they're getting this information from, and it's something that's probably above our pay grade, as <laughs> I, as some would say. I think it is. <laughs> uh, but I would just be really, really the the problem is these these streaming services and, and networks in general are are being really weirdly secretive about this information nowadays. Like back in the day, this was stuff that they just it was like reports that they would just put out. Sure. And you'd be able to debate on these demographics and like, you know, their programming and all this stuff. Nowadays, like if a streaming network doesn't want you to know something, you just don't know. That's it. They Netflix. Just, yeah. <laughs> Very secretive. They only put out good news. They never put out if a movie bombs, if people don't like it. They're just like... Yeah. There's the only no third party that has oversight on all this stuff. Which, and I'm not even saying like, I, I don't I don't necessarily believe that every company has to have some kind of third party oversight. Because to me, that always feels like a slippery slope to just some kind of uh, another control measure. Or if a company just wants to, like a company like Netflix, for instance, <clears throat> they're mega powerful, and and I don't know, they're 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 they're, they're not the only name in the game at this point. So yeah. if if you don't like their programming, like you're not forced to watch it. Just sure. fucking, you don't have to, you don't have to pay for it. So I'm like, to have some arbiter deciding like what is and what is and isn't you know uh um appropriate programming or not even not even going that far but to just say like you need to tell people like the reviews and how successful these all of those measures are just you need to give people the tools to prejudge these things before they even uh try them right I do think it's fucked up that they're secretive about the things that don't work it would just be nice to know because i mean even even from a consumer standpoint, it I'm curious to see what that looks like. But, you know, from what I've heard from people who actually have content on Netflix, they have no idea either. Yeah. Unless <coughs> unless Netflix wants to share that information with them, they don't know. Yeah. And that's that's really the fucked up part about it is them deciding what information they're going to share. Sure. So. Which they have every right to. It, it it's just but confounding it, and upsetting that they they do. Yeah, and it, and it just uh, it 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 um, 
it, fuck, there was a word that I was thinking of. But basically, just they're no longer reliable. They're no longer a, a reliable source of mm-hmm. information when it comes to like how to judge them objectively. Sure. Because if yeah, the yeah. only information that we get from them is the good, the positive reviews yeah. and the big numbers and all that stuff, and you don't tell us when you fail, right. then we can't. There's no way we can be objective about how we feel. Like you're, there's no way to measure your success versus your failures if we never see your failures. Right. And don't tell me that you've never had any because, you know. Boy, howdy. Underground you. six. You know? <laughs> you know? I mean, I think a lot of people watched that movie, though. A lot of people watched it. Did they like it? Yeah? Huh? Maybe not so much. <laughs> Excuse me. I don't know, man. I don't know where we're going with this stuff. You know? it's it's uh, it's uh It feels like it's the Wild West all over again with these streaming services, but the difference is... It's no longer independent filmmakers and producers and all these people who were trying to, you know, create the best consumer experience. It's this corporation versus this corporation versus this corporation. Mm. That's that's what it feels like now. It's like nobody wins in this in this fight yeah. uh, except for, you know, whoever has the most money. The consumer is yeah. not going to win this. Well, it, it, it's coming off as um, out of touch when you're basing things off of an algorithm that is telling you that we need Chris Pratt and Chris Evans <clears throat> together in a buddy cop movie <laughs> right? Um, with Ana de Armas and then put in Ben Stiller and yeah. anyone else who will sign up to be part of this because you're, you're spending half of your budget on just paying for actors yeah. to be on this ensemble when you haven't written the script yet, and it comes out, you know, as you guys are getting to set. Yeah. And you have nothing planned. And it's just like, yeah, well, we, we know that the algorithm tells us that people like Ben Stiller movies and yeah. uh, Ana de Armas and, you know, X, Y, and Z. So, therefore, we'll put them together and, therefore, equals mega hit. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could make a thousand out of Dan Moss movies, and I will watch every single one of them. <laughs> I'm talking about quality. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I see what you're saying. I agree. Yeah. I mean, um, but yeah, no, you're right. You're right. It's 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 fucked up because they're basing these things off of these weird these weird numbers, and and it's just like, I mean, even even demographics are an outdated way to to source that information right because so with the cw thing i guess i didn't really explain it but the cw the network uh which they, which they have a their own streaming thing they, yeah 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 okay because i know they're part of wb yeah which made me think that they were streaming on but i don't see a lot of hbo cw content on hbo max uh, correct me if i'm wrong i think they have some of the superhero dc stuff but that's under its own umbrella because it's dc as yeah, well yeah. so okay maybe maybe i don't know i don't know if like riverdale's on there well networks sh- networks are, are creating their own streaming services so i wonder sure how big the cw is uh pertaining to yeah. warner brothers sure are you looking it up? Yeah. Okay. While you look that up, <clears throat> the CW, the network. They have their own app, the CW okay. app. There you go. Yeah. So they have decided that going forward, they 
want to entertain the demographic that watches their programming the most. And they've realized, according to them, that they've kind of missed the mark on this, which is they've been creating content that was for uh, teenagers, young adults, early 20s. Yeah? Mm. Their demographic is actually the, uh, uh, what is it, uh, 45 to 60 range? Mm -hmm. 58-year-olds is basically, like, if you want to hone it in. People in their late 50s, early 60s are the ones who are watching the CW network, which is really interesting for a number of reasons. Number one, for years, their content has been uh, these fringe superhero movies or, or TV shows and young adult dramas and then weird shit like Riverdale and stuff. So it's incredible if you believe this on its face sure. that for years they have been creating programming data- dedicated solely to the 18 to 25 demo, yeah. knowing that their demo was actually late 50s, early 60s. That's yeah. an insane thing to think right. about if it's true. Yeah. Right? That well, seems like a huge whiff. Yeah, tremendous whiff. Yeah. Tremendous. Now in... They don't have a JAG on there. No, exactly. No NCIS. Yeah. JAG. Oh, man. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. Uh, so now in this year of our Lord, 2022, the network is deciding to pivot to creating programming dedicated to that demo which we might see a jag reboot at sure. that point yeah it's just kind of like well first of all what were you doing this entire time and second of all like where are you getting these numbers because on the one hand if you're looking at your demo and going the people who watch this are at this age therefore we need to make programming dedicated to these people okay simply stated that makes sense right but there's a number of holes in that right yeah number one the tweet that i was referencing off camera which is that somebody made the point that the people who like the young adults who watch those tv shows probably don't have cw accounts or pay for cable or live on their own yeah so of course your demo is going to be skewed by Mm. the people who actually own these things which is uh parents older adults yeah number two who's to say that a 60 year old doesn't want to watch green arrow sure yeah if your programming is popular it's popular for a reason why are you looking at this outdated thing such as the 18 to 25 demo it's funny you say that because i've watched a lot of green arrow and i think it would hit that demo pretty well yeah It, it it is this almost throwback of a show that is serialized mm. and very easy to consume, very easy to jump right into. Yep. Uh, Old people love that shit. Yeah, lots of action, hero or a monster of the week kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, Watch an episode of fucking CSI Miami. Sure. Yeah. I mean, tell me you don't know everything that's going on. <laughs> it's not dissimilar, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, uh, I I also want to bring up the point. That maybe that's why, I mean, of course, money is the main the main thing here. But maybe yeah. that's also why Netflix is trying to push for people to have their own individual, like, logins. 
so that they can better understand their demos. Right. Uh. Maybe that's another element to it, an added bonus. Obviously, money is the primary one. Yeah. But it also adds to, okay, well, each individual person has their own specific login, and they have to put in their age or, you know, whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I don't know if, uh, uh, cause my friend who <laughs> it's his Netflix account, he has like five of us on there right now. And I don't know if they asked him for like age and, and all this, all that other like personalized information. Yeah. I think he just put our names on the thing. And I mean, they very well could just do that for <clears throat> each like profile you make. Yeah. And just go off of that. Yeah. They could making people <laughs> cracking down on people. Yeah. yeah right. So, but it is an added bonus, I guess, for them to know their demo yeah. and what they're watching and their habits because that influences everything. Yeah. 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 It just really sucks because these networks and these conglomerates and all this stuff, they, they base these, their decision making off of the majority of like, all right. Can you imagine being a faithful viewer of the CW as like a, I don't know, an 18, 19 year old mm. and they're like, sorry, more old people watch this network than you do. So we're going to cancel Riverdale. We're going to remove all of the shit that you liked about this. And you know, we're just going to do uh, the Jag reboot. And then we're going <laughs> to and, and then we're going to play like men of a certain age and, and <laughs> learn to love Jag. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to play uh, Everybody Loves Raymond re- reruns. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like cheers. What a, what a, what a, again, another whiff, another missed opportunity of like, yeah. okay, why don't you just, why don't you attract a wider demo? Why would yeah. you tell the demo that's actually, it's just, I don't know. I, I would hope know. they'd be wise enough to diversify and have something for everyone. But it doesn't feel like that. It feels like, it feels like they're, they, it feels like a lot of times these companies, recently especially it's like they want money now they want to make the money now they're not worried about the long term it feels like these ceos get in and then they're like like when there's a takeover of a company and they're like oh we got a new ceo and a new cfo and all this stuff this is how these things are going to go they're like this is how uh this is how i think that this company should be run and then you look at it and it's like well yeah i mean that's gonna that's gonna give you a big boost for the next five years but what about the rest of the you know, yeah, because you're gonna focus a demo on the 60 year olds, but those 60 year olds are not gonna be watching TV for the next. Well, then again, maybe they are gonna be watching TV for the next <laughs> like 20 years. That's all they're gonna be doing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Just, I don't think just sit sit pop pop in front of the TV and just <laughs> let it keep playing. Yeah, my grandfather, all he does is rewatch uh, Richard Pryor. That's it. every time I go to see him, all he's watching is like. Mo Better Blues or uh, uh, Harlem Nights. Okay. Or. It's got good taste. Or I like fucking, it. Yeah, or JoJo Dancer. He's watching JoJo Dancer the other day. That's just Richard Pryor. Yeah. Which he was cogent enough to be like, I think Richard Pryor is the greatest stand up comedian of all time, <laughs> which I was like. That's a that's a hell of an opinion. Number one, <laughs> but it's just like it's not a wrong opinion, but sure. I don't think he has a lot of evidence. Yeah, uh, uh, like I don't think he couldn't debate the rest of them. You sure. know, but uh, not a bad take. No, it's not a bad take at yeah. all. Nah, yeah. it's just he. Uh, you know, he 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 is not. I just it's just I don't know, man. It's it's a slippery slope to be focusing on one demo and going like 
these are the people that are watching so this is what we need to gear this to yeah. and it's like maybe but maybe not maybe we are in uncharted territory where people from all kinds of demos are watching all kinds of shit yeah you know families sit down and watch these terrible network tv shows you know sure 60 70 year olds are watching better call saul but also early 20s are watching better call saul you know yeah. people are having these conversations online and these conversations are being had between people of all ages who are watching these things at the same time event yeah. viewing is for everybody yeah you can't name a fucking soul who was old enough to turn a fucking TV on that wasn't watching Game of Thrones when it was hot. That fucking season four to season that, six That's what run. I was going to bring up is like, look at yourself as an example. You know, you... If if I were to say one person who would be into Game of Thrones, it wouldn't have been you. No. But you were. Exactly. Yeah, because, exactly. you know, they... They made they cast that net wide enough. It became a sensation, and you 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 grabbed on and held on to that train. Mm -hmm. So, yep. I, I I just think that sometimes the unexpected happens, and you can cross those those uh, generations mm -hmm. and and demos and 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 so many other things. <coughs> Excuse me. I it, it happened with um, Crazy Rich Asians. You know. Like, oh yeah, yeah. And, and then suddenly there's this boom of Asian representation, which mm -hmm. is great, but it took a chance. You know, it, it, somebody had to green light that and go, yeah, let's give it a shot. Right. Let's see what happens. Right. So if, if they're becoming more and more afraid of doing that because the analytics say that such and such people don't watch this thing on this channel, then I think we're going to be seeing more and more risk averse uh, uh, networks and streaming services, which I think is a, uh, a net negative. For there everyone. is no nothing worse than this is going to rhyme. Nothing worse than risk adverse network TV shows. Yeah, there. I mean, there they are essentially the worst thing on TV. Sure, is yeah. is a TV show that's because well, they're for everyone and for no one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I thought that we were in the golden age of, of original programming. If you had had something, you could put it on a, and that's what's scary about this H all these HBO shows getting taken off their network. A lot of it was HBO originals. And yeah. I thought that that was the whole point of making something like HBO max. You could make a TV show and maybe you don't want to risk putting it on HBO proper. You throw it on HBO max, mm. people gravitate towards it. And then maybe you, pop back on HBO proper because yeah. it's so huge. It was the thing that you could take those risks and it was high risk, high reward. You would no longer have to worry about the um, floor being so low. Then ceiling's really high and the floor is low. You could do these things, take these chances, and if it doesn't work, you just call it a day. Sure. So I don't know. It brings us back to the Batgirl thing. I just thought for sure a movie like that could live on HBO Max because that's the I that was the point of making HBO Max. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Was for things like that. Yeah. And now I don't know what the fuck. I don't think they know what HBO Max is for anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we will. <clears throat> well, we can debate it till the cows come home, as uh, a sixty-year-old would say, watching uh, NCIS. Jack. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we're not going to get to the bottom of it today. But I can tell you one thing: we will get to the bottom of if 
it's these beers. That's for sure. So, Obi, if you want to tell the people what you thought of the side pool pills no. from Red Light Road. Okay. I'm not going to do that. What are you going to do? A cheers of the week. Oh, Jesus Christ. Thank you. <laughs> right. Act like you've been here before. I, yeah, I mean, you know, we're doing it for a couple, uh, you know, I got, I got nothing for you. All right. My cheers of the week, which has been actually tough. I, I have two. I have two in my mind. I'm not going to say both because that's cheating. My cheers of the week is going to Better Call Saul. Ah, because <laughs> he mentioned it. <laughs> Timely. So I just want to um, identify that and mark that Better Call Saul just ended. Yeah. Uh, the season or series finale uh, just debuted not long ago. Uh, I did not see it because I'm not there yet. Okay. I haven't finished Better Call Saul, but I restarted it with Sherry, the maker of the cookies. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> and I just, it is such a good show Mm -hmm. and i don't think enough people watched it i think a lot of people maybe got turned off by kind of how slow it starts and how much time it takes to kind of develop itself and how many mysteries there are in the show itself yeah Uh, i think that turned a lot of people off early on but just hang on like it is fantastic tv and you know, but, I mean, I, isn't isn't that what Vince Gilligan does? Yes, you know? yes. I, you know, trust in Vince Gilligan, please. Um, <laughs> but you know, I, I've seen some people even I, I can't I can't speak to this obviously, but I've seen some people saying they like it even better than Breaking Bad. Yeah. So the talents there I've definitely it, seen it. it yeah. It actually it, it's run longer than Breaking Bad did, which is funny. Yeah, Breaking Bad was five seasons. This, this was, was six. Six, yeah. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I'm just, I'm very excited to continue on this journey. I'm, we're in uh, season two now. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You yeah. avoid those spoilers. I know. I know. I've been trying to stay away from anything having to do with it, um, which is hard on Twitter. Yeah. But, yeah, it, it, it is a fantastic show. Um, highly recommend it. For any fan of Breaking Bad, and I mean even beyond, yeah, it's great acting, uh, some really good storytelling, uh, and just I mean it's it's filmmaking like the way that it's shot is beautiful. Yeah, so, check it out. All right, <clears throat> I uh, I finished the first season of, of Better Call Saul, and then like I didn't have cable anymore, so I just fell off. And yeah, and you know. I should say it's all on Netflix. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now, yeah. when it when it was first, because like it came, you know, when they announced that they were doing this whole spinoff thing, I was yeah. like, oh, okay, that's sick. And then I still had cable at the time, so I was watching it on there. Didn't have cable anymore, and then they started putting it on Netflix. But I was like, I'm too far behind. Yeah, this is one of those things where you're just like, am I gonna catch up? Yeah. Then you start hearing like how good it is, and like <laughs> maybe I should. Like yeah. now I'm so far behind. I basically have to restart it from. You should. You no, should. yeah, I, I, I want to. I want yeah, to. I'm, yeah, I'm probably gonna because yeah. just give me something to watch. Yep. I don't have anything to watch right now. I'm not could watching be, any. Could TV be better shows. call Saul, dude. Did I, did I, did I talk about the Resident Evil TV show on here? Not on here. We talked about it personally. Okay, <clears throat> I'm not gonna talk about it right now. But <laughs> this is Cheers of the Week. Mark. Yeah, this is Cheers of the Week. Yeah, I yeah. really, really need to to get it off my chest. Okay. How right. bad that show is. Right. But I won't. Do you want today. me to watch it so you have like a full? Watch the first episode. Yes. Okay. Yes, that would be that's a good idea. Okay. And then we'll come back. We'll reconvene. 
Okay. And we'll come back to this. All right. Uh, just so you can, so you're not just hearing it from, you can see it for yourself. Yeah. My cheers of the week is going to, uh, it's like, uh, are you spitballing this right now? I'm not, no, I'm not spitballing <laughs> it. No, I, I, I'm just trying to formulate like what the cheers actually is going to. Okay. Uh, which is, I don't want to cheers uh, 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 this, this a monster of a company like Sony, but I did get okay. my hands on a PS5, and I guess I want to cheers the idea your personal of like, accomplishment, my personal accomplishment yeah. of getting a PS5. Yes, finally. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, folks. Finally got my hands on one, and uh, I guess the idea that I'm trying to get across is is everything that I went through to get it, mm-hmm. the blood, sweat, and tears that I gave for this console. Yeah, the uh, the, the 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 fuckery that's involved with with these these windows of opportunity that yeah. they give to people. You need cheat codes in real life. But then at the end of the day, ironically, buying it straight from the source getting mm-hmm. it straight from sony themselves yeah all of these pages that i followed on twitter shout out to all those pages by the way except for the one i won't name it but there's one <laughs> that i guess he just got bored mm-hmm. and started giving alerts for like monitors and and hard drives and xboxes yeah. and all it's like hey man your page literally says ps5 alerts I don't care about a dehumidifier. Yeah. He, he tried to turn into fat kid deals. Yes, yeah. exactly. And it's like, you're not fat kid deals, okay? Right. There's only one There's only and only. fat kid deals. And that's it. Yeah. So shout out to the rest of those pages that I follow because they were pretty reliable. I mean, you jump on there and, and, you know, sometimes, you know, just for a goof, just for a laugh. <laughs> I would jump in and see uh-huh. how far I could get in the process because I didn't have the money at the time. So I just see how far I could get. Yeah. And uh, and and you know, a couple of times I got pretty far into it before mm-hmm. before uh, before they went out of stock. And then and then finally, you know, had the money. Alert pops up. It actually wasn't even alert from one of the Facebook or uh, uh, Twitter pages. Mm-hmm. I literally got an email from Sony that was like, you're invited to buy a PS5. Nice. And I was like, no shit. <laughs> no I've got the golden way. ticket. Yeah. So they were like, you get this unique URL and you can only access it between this time and this time. And if you access it early, you will lose access. And if you go on it too many times, you will lose access. You need to click the button at the time and you buy your thing and then you fuck off, okay? Yeah. And I was like, bet. Yeah. And then sure enough, thing pops, unique code, go on there, verify that I'm a human, which I still don't believe is really uh, that <laughs> reliable. Yeah. Uh, but I did it. And then, bong, bong, here we are. I got it. Nice. You know? Did you receive it yet? I have it today. It came wow. in. Bro, I ordered this shit two days ago. Yeah. Less than two days. It was ba- basically a day and a half ago. Yeah. And then they were like, uh, it's going to ship within a day. Got the alert that it shipped. And I was like, no fucking way. And then this morning, ringing the doorbell. Oh. And, I, dog, I was asleep. And <laughs> doorbell's ringing. I was like, <gasps> <laughs> and I run down Christmas, like Christmas day, uh, throw some clothes on, open the door, and it's this uh, old black dude that delivers to us from UPS. And he's like, you almost missed me, young fella. You almost missed me. I was uh, about to leave. And I was like, dear God. <laughs> that was the other thing that we were concerned was like, is uh, first I was scared that they were just going to deliver 
the PS5, right? Mm-hmm. And so there would be it would that PS5, PS5 all box. over, yeah. yeah. And like some fucking uh, 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 porch pirate sure. would drive him by yeah. and just snatch it off my porch. The other thing that I was concerned with was, are they just going to deliver a box and then just who gives a shit uh, who who receives it, right? Because mm-hmm. that's the other thing. These porch pirates, they don't even they don't discriminate anymore. They just go around to to cribs and they just grab shit off of people's yeah. And it does, and then they get home and they open it and they're like, "Oh, it was a fucking vacuum. Who cares?" And they right. throw it away or whatever. But sometimes they get lucky and they get an iPhone or they get a fucking PS Five. Yeah. So I was concerned about that. <clears throat> Luckily, you have to sign for it or they hold on to it. So signed yeah. for it, brought it, and dude, <laughs> it's it's so fast. It's crazy. <laughs> it's cr- I know. I know uh, that I'm speaking. Welcome to, to 2022. I, you know, buddy. I know. I know, man. I know. And I just so, couldn't. How much quieter it is than your yeah, PS4. It's, it's not even on. It's bare, yeah. It's not even like I could, if you, if you didn't tell me that it was on, I wouldn't even. And like, uh, uh, it was like, uh, I was doing the setup and it was like, uh, do you want to download a game while you set everything else up? And I'm like, you're going to download this game in the background of me setting everything mm. else up. Yes. Yeah. Sure enough. We it, have the Ram for that. It's dude, okay. It took like 30 seconds to yeah. download Warzone, mm-hmm. which is a lot of, huge. it's <laughs> a lot of mags. Huge. It's huge. Yeah. On my PS5, it took, it took, honestly, I had to, I basically had to just start the download then go to work and then when i got home i could play it yeah on the ps5 I, like five minutes i walked downstairs not even five minutes not even five minutes i walked downstairs and it was already done i came back upstairs with some food i was already ready to play <laughs> it's yeah I, and i haven't even scratched the surface mm-hmm. so if you can tell i'm i'm a little excited about it I'm surprised you made it today I, that's what lottie said she <laughs> she called me she was on her way on her way to work and she called me and she was like i just want to clear something up you just got a playstation 5 and you're leaving the house and i was like listen if i didn't have to work on wednesday <laughs> yeah no I right. wouldn't be leaving. Yeah, house. yeah. But we gotta do what we gotta do. I appreciate your sacrifice. Of course, of course, yeah. man. You know, I sacrificed for you, and I sacrificed for you. Yeah, y'all. Okay. So, I'm excited, and uh, I'm excited for you. Get back to it. I can't wait. Yeah. I need, I need, I need your help. I need you to kind of walk me through this. Because, like I, like I said to you and Juan. I just, I didn't You're have in the woods. I didn't have any confidence that I'd ever get one. So I just pushed all that knowledge out of my yeah, head. All the yeah. things that like all the shit that I fucking ate, all the articles that I just yeah. blah, 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 gobbled up. It's forbidden knowledge. You <laughs> just repressed it. I just repressed it. Yeah. So now I'm back in it and I'm like, I need to make sure I'm, I want to push this thing to its fucking limits. Okay. okay. I want yeah. every, we want to squeeze it till every yeah. drop of the juice. We'll do Q and A after this. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, uh, we're going to do that once we get out of here, but we can't get out of here until we finally do what I was striving to do beforehand. I was jumping the gun, but now we're back at it the yeah. way that we should be doing it, which is uh, a review of this beer. So, Obi, please, for the second time, tell me what you think of the Side Pool Pills from Red Light, Red Light. So, the Side Pool Pills is one of my favorites from Red Light, Red Light. It is a, uh, a go-to for me. Uh, I will say... Better in person mm. than than canned. Yeah, uh, it's great to have the can. Uh, obviously, more portable, <laughs> but uh, it loses a little something, a little something. Yeah, I think it it makes it it makes the bitterness kind of ratchet up a little bit more than it is in real life mm. mm-hmm. uh, at the source. Um, 
and I do miss having the smooth option, you know? Yeah. So that being said, it's still a very highly drinkable, I would, I mean, for me, crushable beer that's very crispy, nice, well-balanced, uh, a good, good hot day, uh, a beer, which a is beer. perfect uh, uh, for here. For here. A beer for here. Uh, so I'm going to give it a four and a half. Four and a half. I would say in person, I'd give it a five. Okay. I respect it. I respect it. I'm going to give it a five. But I do I do understand what you're saying because not only um, does does the, the in-person, you know, draft kind of uh, soften the blow of some of the bitterness of this, but also it's just like the, you know, the, the excuse me, the Czech style pour, the Haldinka pour. Right. Is I mean, it's part of the show. It's part of the thing. It's it's mm-hmm. it, it, you know, and, and, and which it, is the stout in the the glass, the spout, right? Yeah, yeah. In in the glass, you know, building that head of foam, getting that three fingers of foam that people everybody's afraid of, but foam is your friend. Mm-hmm. Foam is your friend. Mm-hmm. And uh uh you know, enjoying this delicious drink right then and there. Um Definitely adds to not only like the look and the allure and the thing of it, but the flavor, the appreciation of it. You know, all of that goes into it. I would like to try one of these poured into a, a, a glass. Yeah, well, we, we should have, could have done that. <laughs> but next time. Yeah, next time. We'll do it. We'll do it. So, um, yes, I get I get that, 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 that there is definitely a difference here. And uh, this is this is a different beast entirely. Yeah. But it is still highly crushable. Absolutely. Super drinkable. Mm-hmm. A thing that you're, you know, you 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 want a pilsner, you want to you want to step outside the box a little bit. You want to do something a little more interesting, a little uh, a little more complex flavor wise, a little little fuller, a little little heavier bodied. Yeah. You know, you just can't really go wrong. The side pool pills. So, uh, <laughs> a five for me and a four and a half for you, good sir. You think we got it? I know we got it. Well, then let's get the fuck out of here. This has been the One Beer In Podcast for myself, Marco Dupa, for Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Freaking bats. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> Drink delicious beer and have a beautiful evening. We love you. Mm-hmm.